Hi guys, today's a little different uh, episode for us. Today, Julian and myself are just going to take a few minutes to talk about some of the key learnings from the inaugural Breakfast Club event that was held here at Sweat and Tonic last week. Uh, basically, some of the world leaders in nutrition and wellness were here giving an amazing talk. Um, I got to sit there and listen. Julian hosted the event. You did a great job, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it was super, super inspiring and some really great stuff. Julian, for you, uh, for our listeners, why would you say, hey, you need to be at the next Breakfast Club? Variety. Variety of mindset, variety of how people lead in their industry. Um, it touches upon the holistic human, meaning we all wear many hats. We are fathers, friends, mothers, daughters, coworkers, siblings, every speaker spoke not just on a professional level, but they spoke on a personal level, which really means a lot. And that's what separates the events, the innovations that happen in the Tonic House, is that there's a balance of professional and personal. So come into the next Breakfast Club or even any other event for that matter, is about reaching every part of who you are as a human being. I totally agree. I felt like I was just a fly in the wall of some friends having a conversation around stuff that they're very knowledgeable on, which was super like nice to be a part of that. I mean, it was also handy that there was a bunch of free nut bar treats. And, yes. You know, I got to support my boy here doing, doing his thing that he loves to do, which is bringing people together. Were there any major takeaways for you, like knowledge bombs or thoughts that really resonated or that you took home and went into your daily living wallet? Honestly, my mind was a mile a minute as a facilitator, trying to make sure that I was holding space for people and making sure that the production went smoothly because the role of a facilitator is to manage the speakers, the talent, making sure that they're yeah. on course, they're tight on time, um, and also the audience to make sure that they're understanding what is put forward. Yeah, so yeah. on a knowledge level, I think it was hard for me to step into that sort of sure. audience mindset. Yeah, it was harder for you to be a student because yeah, exactly. you were a facilitator. Yeah. Well, then maybe I've got one for you. Yeah, how about you? So one of the ones that I really liked um, was towards the end, if you listen to the recording we have, they were talking about mindful eating, which is something that everybody's heard about. Maybe maybe you can break that down for our listeners. What is mindful eating, Julian? So mindful eating is being fully aware of the how, not just the what of your food, but how you're taking in the food from the ambiance, from the people that you're with, from the taste, the texture, how many times you chew, how it goes down, um, what else your senses are experiencing when building that relationship with food and drink. Awesome. And I know I'm one of those people who's on the go. I'm mashing through my overnight oats. I'm destroying my salads. I'm inhaling quinoa. And often I don't really think about what's going in. But one of the, one of the speakers mentioned, you know, eat with people you love, take the time to eat and chew and breathe. And it's amazing how much better your body will actually digest it. So you're getting all that nutrient, you're getting all of that wellness. I mean, if you're eating the right things. 
and just think about it when you have a big meal with your family at you know uh, whether it's Thanksgiving or Hanukkah and Christmas are coming up right away you know, you always feel so good and so fulfilled at the mm-hmm. end because it's more than just the food and if you can do that with your everyday that was a huge takeaway for me like get one meal in with somebody that you can really savor that moment you know mm-hmm. that'll make a huge difference one of the things with um, mindful eating is to understand the importance of absorption so before even just going into how food is digested how we absorb food how we absorb information is a crucial and integral to how we learn and how we develop as human beings because for example, if you are being firehosed a buttload of information, how much <laughs> of it are you going to really take in? Yeah. So how do we make sure that the absorption rate and the amount of uh, information coming at us is digestible? Same with our food. If you're mashing in food and you're inhaling your quinoa, how much of that is actually going to be absorbed properly? Because it has to get broken down and so on and so forth. So the relational sort of the mindful eating um, comes down to the state in which we are in. So we talk about parasympathetic nervous system. Mm-hmm. It being in that being in that rested state allows the nervous system to absorb the food accordingly and it gives us a deeper appreciation for the the food that we eat, where it comes from. But then also when we talk about information and learning, same deal the amount of education, the accumulated efforts from the past history up until now, all brings this more fruitful approach to everything that we take in. By the way, what you just said was probably one of the most succinct Julian isms I've ever heard. You went from saying, come on, he said a butt of no fire hosed a buttload of information, (laughs) which led into Fruitful. Wow, that is so Julian. That's, that's, <laughs> he can get dirty, but then really deep. What dirty the, and deep. Oh, I love that. Yeah. One of the other things that really jumped out for me was uh, the collagen and talking about collagen. A number of the panelists brought up, you know, supplementing with collagen, using collagen. I have had very little experience with it. It is something that I feel like it's a very buzzy word in my life recently. Uh, and what I know about it, quote me if I'm, or correct me if I'm wrong. But collagen is really um, that stuff that's going to help rebuild tissues around the joints. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea is that if you consume a collagen supplement, you're providing your body with the fuel for those joints, those ligaments, those tendons, those soft tissues to, uh, sorry, those uh, those connective connective tissues tissues to repair repair and rebuild themselves. Is that that the idea? Yeah, collagen and elastin are uh, extremely important aspects to um, our skin, to our ligaments, of course, our connective tissue, but I think in shortage of it, we are not able to repair and heal as quickly as we could. So when it comes to um, inflammation and any sort of disease or disorder, the reparative function is at a sort of at a, uh, a lower threshold if that makes sense. It's it's harder for you to repair when you don't have the materials to actually repair with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to say it, yeah. How about you? Another takeaway? Uh, well, and the other really big one for me, which I found was super interesting, and this is something I've always said when it comes to 
you know, anything in your life, but you have to find what works for you. Yes. And, you know, we talked about intermittent fasting and how some of the panelists were like, I've been doing this for years. I was doing it and I didn't even know what it was called. I didn't know it was called a thing. I've just been doing this. Um, and, or, you know, eating lots of greens or what you're having for breakfast or when you're eating in the day, you gotta find what works for you. Everybody's a little different. And I think this kind of ties back into one of my life principles is like, you gotta play a little bit. Mm -hmm. You gotta experiment, you gotta play around, find what really makes you feel your best and makes you operate at the best you that you can be. And like George said in our last episode, episode three, and if it's not working, change it. Mm -hmm. And I think that these, these panelists were so trying to get all of us on board with the idea of just try some things and find yeah. out what works. Remove some things for a few weeks. Add some things for a few mm -hmm. weeks. And then see how your body uh, adapts and how you feel. And I think the big thing is like you just got to be in tune with how you feel. 100%. Yeah, our relationship to food and, um, and drink are key aspects to... Uh, the fundamentals of being a human being. So one thing that I was just thinking about was um, with all this information coming our way, learning is one thing, but another thing is unlearning. I think that's one of the primary steps that people should inquire uh, because y you're a cup full of water. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to add more and more behaviors, habits, information, that cup is already full. Where is it drawing from? So what we most often have to do when it comes to changing a behavior is to unlearn, take away something, whether it be a bad habit, it could be a neutral habit, but it's substitution um, to offset more capacity and more bandwidth to grow. So one of my takeaways was the practical approach. If you are limited on capacity and you are just maxed out with good behaviors, best practice, maybe think about reassessing on a monthly. Try something for a month. Mm -hmm. I had been going plant-based for a month. Um, it was sparked by the documentary Game Changers. Sick show. It was It was a great, great... Great, great make-you-think type movie. Yes. Like, is it is it the Bible on... On nutrition? No, no. But it makes you think. Yes. And same as all of Joe Rogan's Absolutely. podcasts, yeah. which is the contrary. Or anything on keto. I've never tried keto. But anyways, understanding what works for you has to come with action and dedication, like Dustin said. But at the cost and willingness of letting go of other mm. habits mm. and behaviors. Because that will accelerate mm -hmm. the adoption. Yeah, yeah. I got one more question for you. I know I was super excited after the Breakfast Club, and I'm just looking forward to the next one. What is the next one? I've heard you say biohacking. Oh. And, like, honestly, what? Like, I'm a yeah. normal person. What is biohacking? I know what nutrition is, but biohacking? Tell me about biohacking before we, uh, we let everybody go. It's very buzzwordy. Uh, definitely clickbait. <laughs> to be fully honest. Absolutely. But at the same time, the word biohacking um, became popular in my mind um, when I learned about Bulletproof Coffee, David Asprey. Uh, he came up with this mix of coffee, um, coconut oil, so... Um, it, was, it was any fat, though, right? Any fat. It could have been yeah. butter, it could have been That's whatever true. Yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry, butter, yeah. yes, MCT oil. And um, just a concoction that helps fast 
track the ability of the brain um, without getting the high of a caffeine and, and really dumping in afterwards. Um, Tie me back to biohacking. What is that? How is that biohacking? It's it's a, a product, a behavior, some sort of morning practice that can help accelerate um, the biology. Hmm. So how we metabolize um, these brain enhancing, uh, I guess, like products like caffeine, um, how we can improve our current lifestyle um, with an accelerated methodology. So the approach or the mechanism is improved. So for example, technology, like we are biohacking our lives with the use of technology. It's an aid to help us get from point A to point B faster. Yeah, okay. More, effic- more efficiently, more effective, but at what cost? So the whole exploration is for me to discuss biohacking across multiple fields. So hosting a technologist's hosting a physiologist, hosting a mental health expert or neuroscientist, so on and so forth. Cool. We're going to bring in guests that can speak on what biohacking means to them. And that's on the last Friday of the month? Or yes. the first Friday of the month? Last Friday. Last Friday. Or final Friday. Final Friday. Here, that listener's final Friday. Man, I, I know I'm going to be there. It sounds awesome. Uh, hopefully I'll see some of you guys there. Uh, for Julian and Dustin and the S&T Show, which is recorded out of Sweat and Tonic in downtown Toronto. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.